Incoming hostiles. Welcome to a new episode of Where Gaming Weekly. My name is Nick, and across the world from me, at 11 o'clock at night, is my brother Josh. Say hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. <laughs> oh, man. Blame me for having to be at work. Hey, I work today, and too. And three hours ahead of time. <laughs> On three hours ahead of time. That's the um, real problem. It is. Yeah. Well, you could fix you that. You could fix that, too. <laughs> no, I can't. Um... How are you, Josh? What are you even up to? Uh, you know, just the daily BS at work and, you know, tired. The daily grind. The daily grind my head against the wall. Yeah. Uh, oh. But other than that, I mean, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Um, kind of the same here. Like, I've had so many people at work because that's me, like, like, customers will be like, oh, how are you doing? Oh. I actually, I, I didn't mean to, but I said same shit, different day to a customer and felt a little bad about it, but they laughed. Um, I mean, that's just, that's just yeah, all it is. That's yeah. all it is. Um, actually went to the park yesterday and played some card games with some coworkers. Nice. Which was kind of nice. Uh, nice change of pace. I really didn't want to go. I mean, and I had no aversion to hanging out with them or anything else. It was more of just like, uh, it's my Saturday afternoon or rarely get a saturday afternoon to myself and but i just do the same thing i do every day so i was like uh, which is to try to take over the world but uh i decided um to forego that plan to play cards against humanity with my friends so um it was good and i lost but i was second place so uh, but does anybody actually lose cards against humanity yes yes if you have no we, cards or like one card, you lose. Well, yes, I know. You but get like, nothing. But everybody wins because it's yeah. a great game. No, I've seen I've seen hearts get broken over that game <laughs> and a lot of other things that I cannot repeat. Um, but I rarely get my heart broken over video games, which is what we're going to talk about. It's been a few weeks since we had a Wear Gaming Weekly. Um, I, I wouldn't say rarely anymore. I've had a, my heart broken a few times by video games. Oh, especially oh, when it comes because, to horses. Especially when it comes to horses, and especially when it comes to like Kingdom Hearts three. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> that's fair. It's you know I, I was recently hearing someone say I think it was about uh, I don't know if it's about Rocksteady's new game. Um, I don't I, I don't think it was. I think it was about a different game. But basically, they were just like. Oh, Halo. They're talking about Halo. And they were talking about how, like, this game is too big to not be great. Um, And I was like, yeah, tell that to all the Kingdom Hearts fans. Yeah. Who 
Like waited the, you know so long years for that game to be great it, and you know jonathan dornbush bless his soul gave it such a great score on ign and it was just like just because we wanted it to be good i think mm-hmm. like we just wanted it in our hearts to be good and it just it just wasn't <laughs> i mean i think i mean you know i think there is things to like about it i thought i thought the combat was well done and blah 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 and but I just don't think that there was any one part that was uniquely like satisfying. Yeah. Um, the story clearly wasn't and all that stuff. And honestly, I'm not really interested there in there being more. Um, I'm kind of no, like, you know, I, I have my time with this game and I'm ready for it to move on. Yeah. After seeing what they did with that, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I am ready for them to yeah. take it out to pasture. But yeah. unlike Mass Effect, which I mean, I know they tried with the fourth one. And it just didn't hit the mark quite. But I would, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to there being a, another Mass Effect game that like really brought it all back. I want to see something new. Um, I don't know what they're talking about, but I just mean like. Hang on, there's a fr- there's a freeze. Already. It should be fine now because you're less frozen. You're less frozen. Okay. But Mass um, Effect. That's a weird, weird insult. You're, <laughs> You're less, less frozen. frozen. <laughs> um, I mean, of course, I would love. I mean, I would be cool with them doing something else than Mass Effect, but like, uh, just I, I uh, mean, just that. Level. Yeah, the universe of Mass Effect is very interesting, and I, I would love for them to do it. I just don't want to see them driving into the ground if if Bioware mm-hmm. isn't the Bioware they used to be. That's true, and, and that's fine. They've had a couple flubs, and I don't. I, I just don't know where they're at as far as like are are they capable or is EA capable of letting them do what they need to do to get things right. Yeah. So anyway. Um well, well no, but yeah. Uh, I did um well we'll get there. So um we've both been playing a lot of new games this week. Yeah, we have I um well I've been playing a lot of games, not necessarily new. <laughs> oh yeah. What have you been playing? So uh, I hung out with our nephew and I got to, uh, you know, our you know, grandma gave us the uh, uh, Nintendo 64. Mm. I, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I brought that Super home jealous. from grandma's. And so uh, I actually hooked it up to the 40 or, you know, my 50 inch 4K TV. I was wanting to find a CRT because that's what it's, mm. that, what's what the games were designed for was on the CRT. Oh, yeah. But we don't have any of those anymore. <laughs> no. So uh, uh, I hooked it up to my the, the you know the big screen TV and it actually works looks fine. Um, and there's a you know we probably a dozen or so games in there. Um, so I introduced introduced him to uh, a number of games. We started off with Pokemon Snap. Oh really? Uh, oh yeah. And it was great because there's going to be a new one soon. Yeah, there's about to be a new one, and I'm frozen. Um, yeah, you're you're more like slow mo. I'm gonna turn off my uh, fan. Give me a second. Okay. Dropping frames, yo. I don't know that that really should cause problems with like. Your connection, though. 
<laughs> I think it's your internet, bro. Oh, you can't hear me. Well, the prop you want to know what the problem really is, is that my roommate is streaming Fortnite right now. Not streaming Fortnite. He's playing Fortnite right now. Um, oh. Yeah. So well, I was going to say, it also comes from, you, you know, you, you went from decent internet to bad internet. And yeah. So anyway, we uh, we played Pokemon Snap, and um, I was showing them how to use the controller because it's a weird controller. And mm. you know, I still think the controller feels fine. You know, I I never really had a. I mean, it's a funky looking contraption, but I never really had a big problem with the controller. I thought the joystick was always a little cheap, but as far as like the controller itself, it worked. Both the controllers still work. The six N sixty four turns on turns right on. Um, we pr- almost played every one of the games that we have, except uh, one. only one didn't work, and it, that was Wave Race. Oh, okay. And, which was disappointing. Me and him really wanted to race each other. Um, we didn't really play to, uh, uh, Mario 64 yet, uh, but we did play, uh, po- we played Pokemon Snap, and then we played Pokemon Stadium. Oh, yeah. We did a round of uh, in there. You know, these new these kids, they're used to, you know, just touching an app and starting something new every five seconds when they get bored. So he's ready to switch games just constantly. I'm mm-hmm. like, we're, we've got to We've got to stick to this game because, you know, when we were kids, like we had we only had these few games and we only had an, like an hour to play. Yeah. So, like, you didn't want to spend your whole time flipping through games. You wanted to find a game and play until the hour was done. Yeah. So, so I mean, there was definitely times where I was like, mm, nope, mm, nope. Oh, yeah, there, there was definitely like, yeah, this one, I'm not I'm not feeling it today. Um, We played. Uh, well, we played a few rounds of uh, uh, Mario Party. Uh, and that was fun. Oh, yeah. And we, we, we played. The play- so and, and most of these times are is he um, in most of these scenarios, is he keeping up with himself or are you kind of like no playing with uh, him? a lot of times like, he's t- got the controls going um other than just having to tell him which buttons to press because he's not just just not used to it you know the green button and the blue button and the trigger button and that kind of stuff um but he's able to do most of it he had a hard time aiming the camera and pokemon snap but i was able to like when we were playing pokemon stadium i was able to give him the commands you know j- just tell him the button prompts to get you know to attack me or whatever yeah uh, and then uh the f- we played buzz bomber which uh i don't even know if i know what that is basically you play as a bumblebee and it's like an arena bumblebee game where you like shoot at each other and that's it uh, and then well. you fly you fly around you collect different guns to shoot at each other with um he didn't have a really good time with that one because he just couldn't fly it yeah um, that's super but, exciting you know, overall get... yeah I, I was really excited to play it again um that i didn't lose any of the like muscle memory from playing it is and... there one that he seemed to like the most out of those that he wants to play um... like, go back to you you know, he didn't specifically say one, but uh, earlier today he asked if we could play the Nintendo or, you know, the, you know, the old system again. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget exactly what he said, but he wanted to play the old Nintendo. one. Nintendo <laughs> or something like that. Um, and then uh, we switched off and went to the PlayStation and we played 
a couple of the Lego games. Uh, we play like Lego Batman, and yeah, he, he really likes those. I mean, then he played this Ben 10 game on PlayStation. Now, you know, I got I've got that subscription, mm-hmm. and he played this Ben 10 game for like an hour and a half straight. Oh, really? Yeah, all by himself. Uh, all by himself. It's it's it was super like, um, it, it was he, he could just totally understand it. Oh wow! Um, it, I didn't. It was even almost like a. Was. Apparently, he did. He knew who all the characters were, and like you, you could switch between like you know the super the flamed guy and the guy with four arms, and he knew all their names and stuff. Uh, he really liked it. He could. He figured out how to do it. It was really kind of like a beat 'em up. Okay. It was like a. It was like a beat 'em up, uh, with some just minor platforming because he's not very good at platforming at all. He can't jump for nothing. <laughs> he can't jump in Mario. He can't jump in Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. He just can't. Yeah, that's um, kind of funny. I, I yeah. you know, my perception of how he the plays first... games is weird just because my my use what I'm used to is just having to do it for him or like making him pretend like he's playing and then I'm playing or something yeah. like that. Well, I, I, I used to have to do that too, but you know, he's getting, he's getting there. He's almost five as of next week. And I was definitely yeah. playing games at five. So uh, yeah. he's getting there. Of course, we had to start pretty much with platformers. I probably started with something like centipede or um, mm. uh, th- th- those are probably did better at because there were less platforming elements in that. You didn't have to try to jump over and, that, that that dexterity you just have to learn over time yeah um, but he also I has the super nintendo up uh, uh, uh the super nintendo uh mini, mini. upstairs that he plays with so I, I know when i was when i was home he kept asking if i wanted to play street fighter which is something i was like you want to play street fighter that's crazy yeah um I just, yeah he I mean, loves street fighter i second street fighter i he do too and so does he but oh, well. well you know he he does he beats he did beat me at it. Oh, the other game we played on uh, PlayStation now was uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the it it's a Power Rangers fighting game. It was it was neat. It was like you know very cheap. It's not super cheap. Like it the like it as a game, it looked like pretty high quality. Um, it wasn't janky. Um, it was a bit like Marvel versus Capcom, where you, uh, like you had like these tag team. Uh, you mm-hmm. you picked like three characters, and you could tag them in and out, and you could do like group uh, attacks and uh, assists and that kind of stuff. Were uh, they from like different for different versions of that, the? Yeah, you, so you could pick like the Green Ranger, and you could pick which era of the Green Ranger, um, and the Red Ranger, and the Black Ranger, and. There was like this this Trini, it was classic Trini in a mech suit. It was bizarre. <laughs> Trini mech, mecha Trini. Yeah, uh, that's weird. And um, there was they had Goldar, um, the the like the splash image, you know, the title screen image had Lord Zed. Like, oh just, really? Yeah, that's 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 so, awesome. Uh, and a lot of these characters seemed like you could just unlock. It looked like there were some you could purchase. Wait, do you too, mean Zordon? No, Lord Zed. Oh, who's Lord Zed? It was Lord Zed was the evil uh, villain that came in after Rita. Um, oh, I don't remember. And then uh, Rita Repulsa was the first mm-hmm. uh, villain, and then Lord Zed was like the second big villain to come in, and they became like 
a married couple that hated each other or something. Uh, it was uh, weird. He he had like he had this like gold like crown or not gold, the silver crown with a Z on it, and his you could see his brain. Oh, uh, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, um, it was early Power Rangers was not really my. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I like you know the Power Rangers movie and stuff like that, but I didn't watch those, and I definitely yeah, don't remember yeah. what happened. Um, and then they had this like metalified version of the Power Rangers theme, the original Power Rangers theme. Was, oh, that's awesome. know, like heavy, heavy metal, double bass. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it was cool. <laughs> uh, did you ever see the Power Rangers movie? Made, they made the remake, or not the remake, but the reboot, I guess. No, uh, no, I, no, I, I left, the, I left that in the past. <laughs> I'll leave those good terrible, memories back. But it wasn't great either. It was just, yeah. Um, well, you know, I've been playing a really old console too. Um, yeah. Some of you may not know this, but I've most, no, none of you know this. Uh, uh no, let me, how do I, uh, blah, 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 blah. anyway, I'm having a stroke. Uh, I, so I broke down and I finally bought an Xbox One, and um, yeah, it's right here. Um, and what, what led to this purchase? Game Pass, one hundred percent. Yeah. So it it was. Um, I didn't know exactly what was on Game Pass, and um, I you know I recently upgraded my phone. Um, to yeah. uh, and I was debating on whether or not I was going to keep iPhone or not because uh, X Cloud's coming to Android and I think it's a really good deal and all this stuff. Um, but I just couldn't get out of the ecosystem and I was like, well, what if I get Game Pass? I don't even want to use it because blah blah blah. So I was like, well, let's see what's on Game Pass. So I looked through and I just saw all the games that are on Game Pass that are like brand new, um, like. They have, uh, Don't Nods, Tell Me Why is on there. Uh, that's like a pretty new, like a game that just came out this this month. Um, hmm. Or in the Will of the Wisps, uh, all of the Halos, all of the Gears of War, um, uh, all these games. And it, I mean, I knew that some of those were there. I knew like the Halos were going to be there and stuff, but I just didn't quite click that it was all accessible. Uh, Untitled Goose Game, like all this stuff. Yeah. So. After seeing that and just biting me, I'm like, like I think, and I said, I think I said to you, I'm like, after looking at that, I'm like, there's no reason not to have this if you can, if you can make it happen. Uh, yeah. And so it was kind of eating at me, and I found a cheap-ish uh, Xbox One launch day um, on on uh, uh, Facebook Marketplace, and someone uh, who clearly didn't want it anymore. I got, I mean, I basically stole it from them. Um, because I don't know about that. Well, okay, I didn't, but I mean, like, she put up a a day one Xbox One with twelve games on there that a normal person would have probably spent two hundred fifty dollars not looking at, but I ended up getting it for one fifty because I didn't want any of the games. Um, I just mm-hmm. wanted the the box. Well, I bought one game just I don't know because um I know once she does once you get rid of the console, the games are going to be harder to sell. So. I felt like um, I was doing her a favor or whatever. Um, so I got, I mean, it was dumb. Anyway, um, so I got, um, so I got the Xbox and I plugged it in. It works fine. The controller it came with um, is not 
the best one, like the left trigger sticks every once in a while. Um, and for some reason it's not working wirelessly. Um, I mean, it is supposed to, but they can, it's six years old. Um, so, um, I'm working on getting another one of that. I, I was trying to figure out how to use my, uh, DualShock 4, but it was going to have to do all this stuff. So I'm waiting to, yeah. until I get a paycheck or two to get another one. Um, and not that they're all that expensive, but just, I don't need to be spending. Yeah. Anyway. So. I finally broke down and got it. And um, it's it's really interesting to finally be an Xbox owner, especially since we haven't had one since um, the, original the original Xbox. Xbox. I know Dad owned a 360 that we played occasionally, but I never really had an Xbox. Um, yeah. And never really cared to. Actually, they're still, the 360 is still sitting up there. Oh, and it still works under- just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just no one yeah. plays it. Yeah. But he doesn't want to get rid of it. Um, so, but, um, but anyway, so, uh, and I, it has not disappointed, um, in terms of like, that was the first thing I did. Oh, and I did end up getting Game Pass Ultimate. Um, and the reason is, okay. is because you can't play online, um, if you don't have the Ultimate. Um, um, are you playing anything online? Well, there's ESO and there's, um, uh, Fallout 76. And eventually, uh-huh. Destiny is going to be on there. Um, uh huh. So, I mean, Destiny is the big one that would be worth it. But other than that, like, I mean, the games you're pro- going to talk about, I don't think any of them are online. Well, no, but I mean, I, I mean, I'm going to test out Fall, test out ES, and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, I would need those components. Yeah, um, uh-huh. but um, I'll you know, probably. I, you know, I said I'll probably, probably do it on a case by case, month by month basis. Right now yeah. I'm looking at the stuff. Next month I'll cancel and use the normal one. Especially yeah. Did you get any one. deals on the Game Pass? It was one buck for this month. Um, okay. So I went ahead and do that. I'll, I'll cancel and then get the mm. the ten dollar version. Um, yeah. I don't know what you were gonna say. Um, uh. I don't know. I mean, I, <clears throat> I forgot what I was going to say, too, other than the fact that, I, you know, I have used Game Pass. We talked about it earlier this year when I was all in on the Slay the Spire mm-hmm. uh, kick. Well, I'm definitely not um, suggesting that well, this is the first time we're talking about Game Pass, but I definitely... No, but like, it's the first time we, we've had a modern, or you had a... I haven't played it because you're across the country, but uh, either one of us have had a modern... Xbox console. Um, yeah. Are you, are you adapting well to the the wrong no. uh, thumbstick pattern? Yeah, so I so a couple of uh, problems I've had with this so far um outside of the, you know, the some of the jank, but like um the lack of touchpad, you know, there, there's no touchpad, so I'm constantly trying to figure out which one I'm supposed to press for what thing <laughs> because uh, this, uh, you know, the one on the left is kind of the share button, but it also does another thing. And the one on the right is kind of the pause button, but it also does certain things. So it's kind of like just figuring out where the menus are buried between this. I'm uh, honestly not all that complicated, but it, it's a little yeah. getting used to. And then of course the, there's the Xbox version as opposed to the PS button, um, Xbox button, um, which, you know, takes you home and stuff. What I find is that there's no rest mode, at least in this launch version. Um, mm-hmm. 
of the Xbox. So there's no way to suspend the game and then just come back no, to it no, later? No, no, I just mean like... You know, I don't know. Usually when I... I haven't tested that out yet. When I've... Like, like yeah, I mean... Uh, when I've... It seems um, like there's got to be a way to do that. Well, um, every time I've played, when I was done with it, I was done. Like, okay. I just kind of... Um, I guess I see what you're saying a little bit, like, because when you're done with the game on, like, Ghost of Tsushima, you could go and then just Power. go in the rest mode yeah. and then go in rest mode and come back. You know, I don't know. Game. I'll see. I'll, I don't know if I closed out of the game I was playing last. So I'll check on that today. Um, mm-hmm. So so that's that's a little interesting. Uh, the UI is super weird. It's something, something to get used to because the game yeah. still seem to be the first thing that it pops up. I mean, I mean, it, it, like there's a home menu and then you can click to like my games and apps and 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 they're like sections like that. There's a section for Game Pass, but there's a section for Game Pass to go get the games to download. But mm-hmm. you still have to go to back to my games to play. It's like there's the library and then there's your games. Yeah, and stuff. I remember I'm just so up- used to across media bar that yeah this seems a little i remember earlier this year or maybe into last year trying to set up an xbox 360 for uh david's uh stepson uh gabe and having just trying to deal with all the the different sliders you know or slides um trying to figure out which one has the games and going into the menu and trying to like, can I do a, a reset on the system? And like, where do I put this stuff in? I, I just remember having, of course, I that's probably a little bit of, that's just not the system I'm used to. But I mean, I'm tech savvy, you know, to yeah. a degree. So I can, you know what to look for. Much, certain things. I can pretty much figure out, you know, UI elements. And that one was a difficult one to do. Well, um, and I haven't really was... played with, I haven't played with the Xbox One at all, but I have used Game Pass as well as uh, uh, Xbox on PC. And those apps are still a little like when I go to Game Pass, there's there's like a specific page for Game Pass, and then you, there's different genres, and but there's all there, there's a few different weird sub menus. Yeah. Like I just want a list of the games that are on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and and then it's hard to find out which games I've already like claimed or like like my list of games. So there is some UI elements along with the uh, Xbox uh, brand. Yeah, and I need some f- finesse. Honestly, one of the things that was the hardest was trying to set up my own profile because the person I bought it from, hers was still there. She didn't like clear it or anything. Um, yeah, and she mainly did that because there's like two games still on the system that she could use as selling points, like Skyrim and Stardew Valley. Um, well, that, well, that's so, against terms of service, and you're not allowed to do that because you're selling an account with it as well. I, I, that didn't happen. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, wait, what's what's up? So anyway, <laughs> uh, so I, I ended up just creating a you know like a third yeah. account, but it was frustrating because I couldn't find. It took me forever just to find that part of where you should lean over yeah. a little. 
Um, it took me over just to find that part. And then I tried to find a way to yeah. delete their profile and I couldn't figure that out um, either. So I was just like, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I had, I had a similar problem with that Xbox 360 where it came with an account on it and I needed to get rid of that account and, and trying to erase it was, was kind of a, a, a hassle. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's talking about the important. So something that's also amusing in all of this is that the day before I decided to pick it up, I watched the Indies world, Indie World event, which okay. showcased a bunch of games. And I was I was going on thinking, well, like, maybe I'll get a new game for the Switch. Because the last game on the Switch that I got was Streets of Rage 4. And I just, I just really don't like it. Um, and I really had a hard time with it. And so uh, I went through and tried to, because a lot of the games on the Indie World event came out that Did day. Did you switch on that? Hmm? Uh, I thought you I thought you kind of liked it at first. Well, I mean, I I, I really like the visual style, uh, and I and I think mm-hmm. there's some like aspects of the game that can be fun. But even when I turn it down to super easy, uh, or whatever, like I still can't get. I'm just not good at the game. I don't know. Yeah, it just it just doesn't do it for me. And like I got past, I got past this part that I was stuck at only to get, you know stopped again right at the next level so i was just like you know i just i just not digging it and the challenge is not interesting that's the other thing like sure. if if it was like uh ghost of tsushima where i was having a hard time at the beginning of it but i figured it out like that was interesting um whereas this it didn't interest me to figure it out yeah um so um i had downloaded this demo uh for this game called torchlight 2 and because um, on the, in the indie world event they announced Torchlight Three, um, yeah. And who's that made by? Um, one sec. I, I I have recently just looked at it. Um, Torchlight. Say that I, I, I've heard of Torchlight before. Uh, I know it's a popular franchise. At least it's like a popular niche franchise. So it is made by Runic Games or Panic Button Games. Runic and Panic Button okay. are the developers. Uh, so um, I downloaded the demo for this game and I played it one night and instantly hooked. And then yeah. the next day I got Game Pass and got all these games, but I've actually logged more time playing Torchlight than I have on any of the games I've played on Game Pass. Oh, um, nice. I, I, I got to tell you, this game uh it was only eight bucks to buy i played the demo and it was only eight bucks to to buy the full thing and this game has hooked in me so much it's like is it it so so i'll i'll, I'll explain it so um it's basically a dungeon crawler uh it's mm-hmm. a diablo like game um okay you you have it's very simple you have it's isometric kind of cartoony see see like i didn't i looked at the trailers i watched gameplay of it i'm like this doesn't seem like to do anything it looks like um like a little bit better version of like runescape if you remember that game at all i don't know if that was ever something you spent time with but it was yeah very light rpg social mechanics blah 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 um the only and so in in torchlight you have four classes um, one's like a gunslinger, one's a um, 
like you know which wizard you know magic focused then you have like engineer and heavy and all that stuff yeah and um you just go around the map destroying things and looting it's a it's a looting game um and it's and it's scratching in a way that destiny itch that i haven't been doing anymore uh, but mm-hmm. the thing is um it is completely innocuous and not like what did i say i said it's it instantly hooked it's mindless it's very mindless it's like i'm just going around and pillaging this dungeon pillaging this dungeon um but i don't care about it but i'm just really loving this this uh what do you call it the gameplay loop of just of killing things getting better gear throwing it on and doing it but it's the the reason i'm so perplexed by it is that like i've looked at games like diablo and i'm just like there's something about it that doesn't seem like a game for me. But now that I've played this, I'm like, I wonder if I would like Diablo. Um, yeah, because it's just so, so anyway. So, I mean, I mean, there is a story there. It's like it's just another. Oh, it's it's a little high fantasy with some like machine guns thrown in there. But it's um, um, like uh, this is all powerful being that's coming through there that's about to destroy the this big city. And you've got to go stop it. But really, half the time you're just doing, you're saving someone from these monsters, you're saving someone from these guys, whatever. Um, yeah, and not mm. very. Um, and that's that's not important. Um, okay. Uh, and there's not like it's. I mean, it's not. Um, it's not a games as a service kind of game. Of course, it's you know it's yeah, self-contained. Yeah. You don't like. You don't. Um. I mean, there's multiplayer aspects of it, but I have not played with anyone. I've just done it purely myself. Um, and like, there, like, it's just, it's just scratching the edge. I mean, it's like, it's all really generic looking, to be honest with you, which is why I'm yeah. so perplexed by it. It's like, well, I mean, the combat, sure, it feels nice. Um, but I'm using the same, like, four abilities that I got at the beginning of the game. And I, I you know, boom and stuff like that, and you can get different kinds of those abilities. But, um yeah however uh it's i i looked up how long to be and it's probably like a 25 hour game and about 14 hours in. um oh wow yeah so and i got this like a week ago uh if not maybe not even that long so any like basically it's Hmm. my bedtime it's like right before bed game i'll just play that and if i'm doing something else yeah i got on the switch um and it's a perfect switch game um I how there I I am getting a little bit of a burnout factor, um, as I'm getting there, and I'm noticing you, things being harder and harder to acquire. Um, that is becoming a little bit less fun and a little bit too repetitive. Um, yeah, I just like because I, I just opened another huge map that I'm supposed to explore. That's going to do everything that I just did, but just with a different environment, like. Oh, that one was a icy environment, but now you're in a deserty environment. Now you're in like this grimy environment. And I get that that's what the variety is supposed to be, but yeah. the mechanics aren't really changing. And that and that's what's going to be the problem for me is if this last world, I mean, I think I'm in the last section, doesn't change mm-hmm. the variety. So yeah. we'll see. Um, I would love to play. It does seem like a co-op game. Like I would love like if you had a Switch to be like team up and we go tackle this dungeon. Can't find uh, one anywhere. I know. And that's another thing with this was like I couldn't find a unused Xbox One that was um 
cheap enough to buy like a yeah like a sad edition or whatever anyway so i really liked torchlight cool. too i'll you know um let you know more as I go. Um, I've only played as one character, so I think another aspect of it will be playing as some of the different characters, see which one um, I like best. Um, you know, I was I was going to be like, how how can you get into a game that's mindless that doesn't like drive you to go further on, but then you hit on the gameplay loop, and it's like that's that's just slay the spire. Like I don't care yeah. about there there's there's tiers and there's levels and it's like. Yeah, I don't care about that. I don't. I don't really care about the character I'm playing as. It's just. It's just fun to try to get further and further and further, and try to get a better card to do better next round, and try to get a better card to do a better next round, regardless of what it is. So, yeah. Um, in that aspect, it totally makes sense. Um, yeah. Well, and uh, something that I thought was kind of interesting that like I'm like maybe I'm better at this game than I thought it was because, um. I could not find, uh, you know, you know, in a game like this, you have vendors, potions and stuff like that and and runes mm-hmm. and weapons and stuff. I could not find the vendor who sold potions. So for almost like 10 hours of this game, I didn't think you could buy potions. I thought you could only get potions by um, picking them up from enemies that you defeated, but only the hard enemies like, you know, there's, you know, certain things only drop with certain kinds of enemies. I, yeah. only, I only thought it happened when you found chests, certain chests and stuff. And so I've played a lot of this game not having any potions and having to figure out how to like tackle this huge dungeon without dying. And there, there's like the, the way the death works. It's like it costs money. if it, So like it costs money if you want to respawn where you are. Uh, and then it costs oh. a little less money if you want to respawn at the beginning of it. And then it costs no money if you respawn all the way back into town. Um, but the the way to get around that is, is that you have uh, one of your um, items you have is a waypoint finder, uh, which is a, way, a waypoint portal. So over time, you can drop portals that you can access from town. Um Mm-hmm. And and it'll just pop you back on it, but it'll but there there's limited amounts, and so you have to know where it's going to be. So if I if I've decided I've spent a lot of time in a dungeon, and I'm not getting out anytime soon, that should probably drop a a waypoint. Though if I die, I don't have to spend waste any money. But I mean, there's a lot. I mean, in 14 hours, I've died like 23 times, and I feel like the that ratio is a pretty good one. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's high or low but i think uh, for me i I couldn't tell you but um but yeah so i'll keep you updated on that um, if i finish it or not the the only problem i'll see like i said is if it gets too repetitive or or like if it difficulty ramps up because i got very into games like the messenger um yeah i mean very different kinds of games but i just mean like i'll get fixated like this is the game i need and then all of a sudden I'm not interested anymore. Same thing happened with Ori and the Blind Forest is that I got into it and I was like, oh yes, 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 yes. And then it just kind of dropped. And I yeah. and I wonder if if it's because of how quickly I try to get through them. So I might try to back away a little bit. I don't know. Not to not to totally derail the conversation, but as you're talking, uh, I'm noticing you know you have the black TV behind you and your hair is pretty you know, you, you need a haircut. <laughs> You're kind of looking a little bit like a Joe Dirt with dark hair. 
<laughs> because the black TV behind you, you can't tell that your hair is not longer. So it kind of looks like you could have a mullet. Because <laughs> the top of your hair definitely looks like Joe Dirt. And then it could look could just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't. I mean, it does, but it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I totally derailed the conversation, but I, I, yeah. ju- I just couldn't unsee it. So I needed to share. Um, All right, well, I'll uh, but, lean. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, well, that, that's really so, cool. Yeah. I'm glad you found something uh, different to get into. Um, I just find it amusing the... that. I... Uh, I just find it amusing that I went all through the struggle to get Game Pass, and now I'm playing a game on my Switch more than I'm playing on a game on Game Pass. Yeah. But um, you brought up the ahead. messenger, and I didn't uh, put it in, in, you know in, in the itinerary, but I did get further in the messenger. I got to like a point that was awesome. <laughs> I thought. Like I thought it was super clever what it did, mm-hmm. um, where you got to open the cabinet. Have you gotten that far? Oh no, you're much must be further than I am. I have not opened the cabinet. Oh, you get to open the cabinet and it's great. And it, oh, but wow. after that, it totally changes the type of game it is. Oh really? Like, like it goes from just being a standard like Ninja Gaiden. To um, like, spoiler alert for a messenger, a two, three year old game, um, it turns into like a Metroidvania. Oh, really? That's weird. Like, you you get a world map. You get like, you have to go in and out of different portals. You're going back and forth in time. Like, oh, it's wow. really neat. How do you? I have a visitor. Oh, hey, buddy. I'm guessing you end up having to open the door, the the cabinet, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil what's in the cabinet. Well, no. Um, but but yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. No, I, but I what I don't I... know is how much more of this game there is because I thought we were done, and if it ended where I thought it was going to end, I thought it was going to be like a beautiful, like <laughs> beautiful in the sense of just too, super like on the nose kind of ending. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that would be perfect. But it didn't quite end there, which, and, and I kind of stopped right after that. So I'm not sure how much further the game goes. Yeah. Um. Well, that's cool. I, I mean, I like I, I love that game for the most of it. But again, I've you know I hit a wall that I wasn't interested in passing, and I was yeah. like, All right, I'm out. And you know, you know, there's something to be said about like you know, once you're done with the game, you're done with the game, no matter if you're beating it or not. Um, yeah. That's but true. I hate that unfinished feeling. Um. Especially I have a lot of games can, that are unfinished. Well, especially when I can 100% a game like Ghost of Tsushima um, and then come around to another game that I really love but then just fall off to it. Um, yeah. Um, another game. Uh, so so if, like, the game I am playing on Game Pass, I downloaded stuff. I, got, got, blah, blah, blah. I downloaded the, uh, the Master Chief Collection. I downloaded um, Fable. Um, I downloaded Fable and uh, Mass Effect, even though I don't know if I'm getting around to Mass Effect. But um, and I would, I, I would honestly just out. hold off on Mass Effect because I am sure we're going to hear about yeah. some kind of remaster at some point. I downloaded so many uh, games. Um, also, I didn't. Yeah. I thought you could stream from them, and I don't notice anyone that you can stream from. No, there's no streaming. Uh, uh, Game Pass is only downloaded. Okay. Um, 
you only stream uh, you can have you'll be able to stream your game pass games from xcloud gotcha gotcha because you won't uh, be able to download those to your phone or whatever but yeah i am um, the there's that new obsidian game called grounded that that's in preview right now and i downloaded that i haven't played that yet um but the, there's a new game i think it's new i don't know how new um a game that was just announced at the indie world event uh, coming to switch that day um and then i found on xbox game pass called spirit fair um and mm-hmm. this game it doesn't quite have its hooks in me the way torchlight would but i think if i wasn't playing torchlight if I didn't find Torchlight, I would be super into this game. Um, yeah. I don't, are you are you familiar with it at all? No. I mean, have you even looked at it? No. Nope. Oh, I, I mean, so. I saw I saw the I saw the image on the Game Pass, but I just haven't. Oh, looked it so, up. So, Spirit Fair, you play uh, this girl named Stella and her cat, who are, who have become by some reason the new person who takes souls to the afterlife. Um, so okay. you, um, so you are You're the squirrel. Huh? You're a squirrel. No, you, you, you play a little girl. Uh, you play a little this, girl. I say, I say you play this girl. Uh, I, I, I'll let you said you play the squirrel with a oh, cat. No, no, no. I'm like, no, you play okay, this girl. Okay. You play this <laughs> girl named Stella and her cat. And you both are. Essentially, my imme- the- my my immediate picture was uh, Animaniacs with the old <laughs> with <a> granny. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. No, no, it would like, be fun if it was a, a squirrel. squirrel. I was like, what kind of squirrel owns a cat? I'm like, well, I'm sure Granny had a cat. And <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, um, the girl so- with a cat. She's she's found out she that did. she's got to ferry the spirits from, uh, yeah, to the afterlife, um, and okay. um, you so you come across these souls um, that all at least so far seem to be some sort of relatives to the girl. Um, mm-hmm. You're captain of the ship, and everything. It's it's like um, it's a weird amalgamation of of jo- of job simulator of mm-hmm. the Sims of farmville you know um it's a weird amalgamation and like platforming um it's like there's no combat in the game you don't fight anything you it's open world it's you know open world in the sense of like there's this map that you get to explore while you're on the ship but for all intents and purposes you are on this 2d plane hopping around and doing this stuff you you build buildings onto your ship um to help satisfy the needs of the spirits that you're shepherding to and from the mm-hmm. or to the afterlife. Um, and while they're with you, you have to keep them happy. Um, and so there's relationship um, aspects to it where um, like, oh, have you talked to them? Have you, you give them a hug, you give them food, mm-hmm. you have to make food and you have to find out what kind of food that they like the most. And then yeah. make sure you have that with them and give that to them. And then there's, you there's um, gardens that you grow and then there's wood that you like it's this whole simulator and it, and it's so weird that these things are all on a ship that you're ferrying to tell these souls that they get to go to wherever um mm-hmm. and um 
the the environments all varied and all change what you do in the game so you can fish off the back of your boat but if you sail through a thunderstorm you can catch different kinds of fish and also you can catch lightning in a bottle which helps you do other things which gives you experience points to do other things um hmm. and it, and it, it's it, it's gamified this entire thing um and um it doesn't the reason it doesn't have its hooks quite in me yet uh, of course like torchlight it's the gameplay loop of getting the new thing and upgrading whereas this one's a little bit more lengthy in terms of the process of what you have to do and it's a lot more calm um yeah and it's 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 totally a game i think someone like Ma, i mean not that other guys or whatever wouldn't like this but like it's a mom kind of game i think um because okay. it's simulating all these things and you gotta do this but it's also stress-free so it's not like like if I leave something in the oven and then go st- go to sleep, it's not going to be burnt when I wake up. Like it doesn't penalize okay. you for anything. So it's just it's a really calm experience, and it's kind of sad because you know you're burying these souls that talk to you, and they're like, oh well, yeah, you know, I didn't get to do this. And but it's also delightful and like it's funny and it's it's super bizarre. Um, so I don't know mm-hmm. if there's like an end to the game or if it's like constantly. Like I don't know what the sto- like if there's an overarching like, does story. It, does it feel like it's building to anything or? Not yet. Well, I'm still kind of in the 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 tutor- more or less tutorial phase of the game. I'm like I'm probably a few hours into it, but I'm like, but like my ship's not up and running yet, and that, to to the degree that it needs to be. Like I have to find these materials to build a new thing to that'll make. Um, the spirit happier and I haven't figured all that out yet, but um, it's definitely really interesting. Um, and I recommend giving it a shot just to see if it's mm-hmm. uh, your cup of tea. Um, I play it in small increments and also like, because there's not really a whole lot going on and you're reading most of it. I like, I put a podcast on or um, like the other day I did, I played that and had silver sun pickups going. Um, yeah. And just, you know, stuff like that. So it looks like you're getting a little sleepy there, Josh. Um, yeah, well, it's, the, it's the getting a little late. Are we... Yeah, yeah. The dulcet uh, tones of my voice. Um, why don't you tell me about I, Flight Simulator? Because you've been well, playing that, uh, haven't you? Well, I uh, so you know I do have a Game Pass on PC, and I did up uh, download uh, Flight Simulator 2020 because everybody's talking about it. It looks incredible on YouTube. Um, it was, it was 128 gigabyte download. Yeah. Huge game. Um, and, uh, Xander, uh, my nephew was down here. Our nephew was down here and I was like, let's go, go for a flight. And I booted up my computer's not super beefy. It was kind of, yeah, I thought it was kind of good. It was, but it was, was like, let's just go medium and see where it goes. It looked bad. It played bad. I oh, was no. Very disappointed. Uh, the cockpit actually itself looked good, but like we, we I loaded up Standard Field, uh, the you know, Louisville Airport, mm-hmm. and it looked like it was, it, it just didn't look good. Um, mm. And um, I, the control scheme on the keyboard was just not, it didn't make any sense. Um, they had the rudder pedals like crossed, like the default keyboard setting 
had the rudder pedals on the enter key and the zero key. What? Okay. And, and if you look at my keyboard, so you have the enter key and the zero key. Oh. But they were, I guess the, the intent is for you to use those now that I think about it. Yeah. But uh, it, it, either way, like it just didn't feel right. So I've had to go there and remap everything and. I've made some changes to try to make it look decent because like I, I kind of I pushed the limits. I don't want to fry this computer because it's the only one I have. And I, you know, yeah, so I, I pushed it a little bit graphically um, and it can get pretty good looking. Um, like I was flying. Uh, there, there's an airport near our house I found. Mm -hmm. um, and you get, it was clearly that, that was it. You know, uh, it was kind of neat. Um, you there is the ability to like find your house. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, because it, because it just uses Bing World. Yeah, and it's really cool. It's got a lot of you know neat features. Um, my computer just can't can't handle it. Now, can you use the controller? Or does he, do you have to use keyboard? Uh, no. Well, there there are a few different uh, controlling options. I wanted a more a realistic experience so i wanted to be able to like tweak different things and but it's really hard i think it's just really difficult to do on a keyboard and i'm not sure exactly what a what a pilot when when they load up this thing i'm sure they everybody's got you know uh, the thousand dollar yo could pedal keys and that kind Life of stuff um but i don't know like how they set everything up because there there are things that you just need to do like you can't just look around the cop the 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 uh plane with the arrow keys like it that the arrow keys like change your camera like this yeah yeah in the cockpit and and you're not necessarily looking around and the only way to, for me to do that is to hold the key or hold the control key and look around oh yeah that's complicated yeah but while you're also like dealing with like flying straight and level dealing with like rudder inputs and aileron inputs so i'm not exactly sure what the proper pilot setup? It's probably not on a keyboard. Yeah, they probably have. Uh, Giant thing. And like, I, I don't know how you would be able to like. You, 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 there's only one mouse, so I can't like pull on the yoke and press like a rudder and put in power. Yeah, so there, there's that. Now, um, so I, I'm not. I haven't been able to play with it enough, and it just doesn't look good enough at the moment for me to like try to put a lot of time into. Right. Uh, I don't know if I'll eventually like upgrade components to see if I can get it running fairly good, um, because I, because I think it looks great and I think it would be a great tool for me to like get into a Practice. you know yeah. a, a plane and just you know get all you know my systems going again you know going through the checklists and you know learning different planes and newer planes I could g pull up checklists and go through like a brand new C you know uh, CRJ or something. Or a citation, and it'd be kind of neat yeah. to follow systems to starting a jet engine, which I, you know, I haven't flown any jets, so you know, what do I got to do to prime those engines and things like that? Yeah, that uh, that's, that that sounds like really awesome. That that it has the ability to do those things, and well, and, and, and of course, and if flight, you had the money, and flight to, sims have always had that ability. Not always, but they they are 
you know, good tools for that. But as far as like fidelity goes, I think there's no question that this is the highest fidelity we've seen. Yeah. Which makes sense, but it's it's more than just like the best one they've ever done. It's like it's an incredible feat of engineering and being able to literally land at just any any airport and have it practically just geo mapped to where you're at. And you know, I can't wait to see what they do when they input like a VR support because they've talked yeah. they've already talked about VR supports coming. So like using like the Oculus, you know, Rift or something, which I don't have. But just I want to know how that if you could use that and the things, if I can sit in a cockpit and reach down and, and you know, and actually pull the levers and flip the switches and things like that, how, you know, one to one that would be yeah. with, with that and be able to look around and, you know, ha- have a headset on and get on a server and make calls with someone running a like a actual there's you know servers in microsoft flight simulator where you you have to taxi you have to call and do atc callbacks and things like that i'd like to see that in a vr system where i can get on and just practice bizarre like radio calls or trying to get it get in and out of like o'hare or jfk it's got like a 45 plane lineup and things like that would be kind of neat yeah, that that that'd be really cool. Um, um, and then otherwise, I've been playing. Uh, what else have I been playing? Uh, playing more Call of Duty. Uh, I don't oh, know if yeah. I mentioned on here before. No, yeah, I don't think you have. Uh, I don't think I have, but I I turned on Call after uh, after platinuming a Ghost of Tsushima, and now waiting for the update. You know the, the DLC for Ghost of Tsushima that's going to be coming later this year. Yeah, which I'm super stoked for. Um, I wanted something a little different, something a little more popcorny. You know, yeah. like I, I don't have to be super invested in. I'm not. I'm not trying to like you know be super invested. I kind of want to watch a movie. Yeah. So I turned on Call of Duty, which is what they're good for, and I'm playing World War II because I never got to got around to doing that and. And one of my my first introduction into first person shooters was uh, uh, Medal of Honor Frontline. Yeah, which uh, many of those developers uh, went on to create Call of Duty. So yeah. um, it was it was kind of neat going back to a World War II setting and a higher fidelity. Um, I, I'm kind of like eh, on it. Like I think it's fine. Um. It's a little cheesy. It's a little generic. Um, mm-hmm. I think the storming the beach could have been a lot better. Did you I die was... a lot? No. Oh, it was no, really see, I died a ridiculous amount on the beach. Uh, no, I, I died once on the beach, and then I realized what they wanted me to do, and I did it. And then I died once after I blew the bank. Mm-hmm. Because like you, you, you blow the bank, and then it just sits you in front of people shooting at you i'm like okay what am i supposed to do and then i was dead but yeah other than that like um i i think it's okay i I mean i'm probably going to finish it out just because it's you know it's call of duty it's not going to take forever um i think some of the characters are a little annoying um pierce is the one military dude from transformers uh oh yeah josh harnett 
Um, is that is that his name? It's just the 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 main guy from trans the main military guy from Transformers. I don't know. Uh, I have to look. I mean, he, he's he's a known actor. Um, I saw him like, oh, I know you, and um, everybody else. It's weird having a voice, which I I don't know why, but I think I've played a whole lot of first first person shooters that haven't had a voice. That hearing me talk or this, the character talk is weird, and you can't oh, see the Josh character. Oh, Josh Dumont. Dumont. Um, okay. Do 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 host do host me. No, I thought I thought it was the guy was named Josh Hartnett. Um. Anyway, no, I was gonna say Josh Hartnett. No, that that was Thirty Days of Night, and no. Anyway, um, um I think it's totally fine. I, I I heard a lot of good things that you know about it at the time. I'm not seeing like it's not blowing my, my skirt up or like my expectations out of the water. I didn't have yeah. high expectations. I just wanted a fun World War II shooter. Um, mm-hmm. It does some. There's some. Have you played it? I played maybe like an hour's worth. Okay, um, it, it gets into some stealth elements, um, which are kind of neat, but they don't. They're not. They don't really commit to it, and they don't make it mm-hmm. like make a lot of sense yeah. <clears throat> um there was a couple um, times i had to turn down I, like i turned down the difficulty because like things were just not lining up right and it was i, I don't know the fail states i was getting just seemed off so i i had to drop it drop difficulty just to get past this one part and i don't even remember what it was i was just have it was just like this barrage or something yeah um See, I, I mean, I feel very similarly because I played a little bit. I died a lot more, but I just, um, like, you know, I mean, like you said, I, like, pretty much the same beat. Like, I remember feeling like, oh, it's kind of neat seeing a more clearer version of this world that I remember playing, like, Frontline mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. But honestly, I don't, um, like, I have no drive to continue it. And see, you know, yeah. and you you turning to that for your like kind of not deep game is kind of how I ended up turning to like Torchlight and this because yeah. I tried I tried looking at games like Life is Strange too. I played the first episode of that and I really liked it, um, but it's just a little too. I need to be too invested too much into it. And then the same thing with After Party. Yeah. I tried After Party, didn't I? Don't really. I mean. I like the people who put the put the game together and the actors who are in it. I don't really care about this game at all, and I don't care to be invested. Yeah. So, um, but it's interesting that you went to World War II because it just feels like a game you might need it, to it, be it, more invested in. It, I mean, I mean, World War II is a heavy moment. There was some like brutal, brutal scene, oh, really? uh, imagery. Just curious, huh? Why was why was World War II so important? What? <laughs> well, you you, know, you, well, you said you, you, uh, you, you froze said for a second, is... so I was confused. Oh no! I I said why was World War Two so important? Um, uh, because well, yeah, well, you had said... I... it doesn't matter. Why was that a question? I I was confused. I was saying, I mean, World War Two is has heavy elements, you know, obviously. Oh, and and, and... I was gonna be like, well, well, why? Oh, that's what I said. I was like, well, why is that? Why why did they have hell in it? Heavy moments. I don't know what we're about. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I thought you were because uh, I also said it was brutal, and and then I heard what was that? I was like, you want me to tell you the part where the guy was blown in half? Like, no. like there's there's a few like like Braveheart like 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 gory moments, uh, and um, I li- I like the film grain effect, like especially in some of the cutscenes that like it's got that old style to it, and it feels like they're talking. Um, the dialogue's still a little iffy, but there were a couple of really cool scenes when like. You, you you walk through and you're pushing forward and then the planes come through and they, they like uh, all the guys in your you know battalion or platoon or whatever are like cheering for them and just he, trying to put yourself in that situation like even though it's a little like cheesy some of the dialogue listening to him think about like we've we've got to retake from these you know from from the Nazis and trying to imagine being in that situation as like a, you know, a nineteen, twenty-year-old, like retaking yeah. France from the Nazi Germany, yeah, and hearing them talk about you know the Krauts and you know you know calling you know some of them being very despairing to the Germans, disparaging to the Germans. You know, there's one time you pass like this uh, Humvee, and so hey, look, there's some barbecue. Or you know, someone someone turned on the barbecue, and one of the guys was like, "Hey man, that's someone's kid." Like mm-hmm. that was someone's kid, and they're like, "Yeah, but they're Krauts." You're like, "Well, they're not all bad. Some of them are just soldiers that are you know." So I thought it was an interesting like conversation there. Like some of these guys are just there because they literally can't do anything else, or they're gonna die, and yeah. they're going to die one way or the other. Um, some I, I thought it was an interesting commentary and kind of a you know generic World War II mm. story that they, they actually put some of that in there. I thought that was neat. Yeah. Um, uh, I haven't so. gotten far I haven't gotten far enough in there to get much out of the story, but it's good that I mean I'm glad that you you're getting something out of it. Uh, yeah. Um so Josh, I have one uh final question for you. That's a big question. Yeah. Yeah, we 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 should have done this like maybe a month ago. We were almost hitting, but so far, what do you think your game of the year is? Um, I mean, we talked about our Call of Duties, we talked about our War Zones and our Torchlights and our whatever. But did we talk about Warzone? I've talked about it on at on other episodes, I think, but um. But I'm curious, Josh, if, if you, I mean, I know your answer to it. Um, yeah. But so far, we've, we have three significant games that have come out this year. Uh, well, that, that was the weird thing about talking about, like, game of the year so far is th- there are more than three games that came out this year. But there are not more than three big games that came out this year that interest probably either of us. Animal Crossing yeah. is not our jam. Doom Eternal. I, I I dipped my toes in the, the, the original Doom or Doom 16, 2016, and I thought it was fun, but there was no way Doom Eternal was going to, you know, come out and beat my game of the year. Um, a lot of the games that might have been in the conversation, like Avengers or uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, that were supposed to come out the first half of the year, did not end up coming out the first half of the year. So right. that limited the, the big releases to... What what else did Nintendo put out? They've they've put out 
I mean, Animal Crossing uh, and Animal Crossing Paper, and Mario. Paper Mario. Um, yeah. so, Sony's got three games. Microsoft hasn't put out a game. <laughs> yeah. Have they put out a game this year? Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Or, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That's right. Um, uh, that's at least one. And, um, um, and Gears Tactics. I feel like they got a... I feel like there was there has to have been one big game Microsoft has released. Maybe Forza. Um, no. As much crap as I hear about Nintendo not releasing anything, Microsoft doesn't have anything. Maybe maybe we're just not. Objective you keep talking there. and um, um, so my game of the year is, uh, without a doubt, so far. Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I think for all the reasons I've said before, it's the best version of the early Assassin's Creed games. Uh, basically up to about Assassin's Creed 3 or 4. You know, 3 or Black Flag. Uh, it doesn't have any of the ship you know, elements to it. But um, as far as that early, you know, stealth... Uh, assassinating, jumping from the roof, you know, see, uh, jumping, jumping from rooftops, trying to, uh, yeah, the sword play, the the atmosphere it was very much Assassin's Creed that even had like poison darts and things like that. Um, a lot of it acted just like early Assassin's Creed, but they they polished it up to such a degree that um, is that that has made it incredible to me um i think visually it was stunning uh the photo mode was fantastic i think uh the uh, jap i think the fact that they had the japanese voice track was great um i played it entirely in japanese um i i felt um a connection all the way through with Jin and the the supporting cast of characters i i really enjoyed learning all about Lady Masako and uh, Norio and even uh, Ryuzu and hearing his motivations. And I think they were all fascinating. I think probably the least fascinating was the main villain until you actually read through the artifacts and read through the, mm. the reports. And I think that made uh, uh, Koten actually a lot more interesting because uh, really? he was... He, because Coton was actually very interested in the Japanese uh, culture, and he he wanted to compel the the Japanese to join the Mongol Empire. They were being very ugly and not good about it. Yeah. Uh, they, but they wanted them to join to end the violence. Like he would have. Mm. That's why you you saw in some of the instances where he treated some of his prisoners. Well, now, historically, he treated a lot of prisoners awful. And, like, sailing, sailing from Tsushima to the mainland, like, they would take women and children and tie them to the boats. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, not good people. So, uh, I, I don't have any sympathy for them, but I think as a character building, I think they didn't do as good a job in the story, giving us compelling reasons to you know see where this guy was coming from um but in the actual like uh collectibles 
it, it yeah. told a better story because basically it was through it was through the eyes of a Japanese scribe that he had captured. Um, and it it was like uh, he was chronicling the, his interactions with the with the con. Oh, that's really interesting. And it starts off with like you know translate. He was translating for the con, teaching him things, and by the end of it, the uh, the scribe is on Coton's side. And he's up, mm. he's upset when the co- when the con dies. Spoilers for Ghost of Tsushima, they win. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, he 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 is upset that the, that the con is killed, and he doesn't understand why no one sees this the con's generosity. Yeah, and it, it's just bizarre. This bizarre like uh, um, the syndrome, um, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome that you see, um, it, it's not it's not like super um, obvious, but it, sure. I mean it's clear at the end that he he's like on the side of the con, mm-hmm. uh, but so he, he was you... initially a prisoner. So so yeah, um, for me easily Ghost of Tsushima followed by Final Fantasy VII uh, remake. I think uh, that came out. And surprised everybody. It didn't seem like it was going to be great it, from from the announcement of it. We we always wanted a remake for Final Fantasy VII. Big fans of the original, mm. uh, or people who didn't really get to play the original but learned all about it and wanted to see what happened in a yeah. more you know on higher fidelity. Um, all the lead up to it about how they weren't going to do turn based anymore, or they were going to change it from the original turn based and. And the development of it had to be taken back from it. They originally had handed it off to another developer and then they had to take it back from that developer and bring it in house. When they announced it, they announced the director and he didn't even know he was the director of it before they announced it. Mm. So, uh, Nomura didn't realize because he was still doing production towards like kingdom hearts and other things he was working on. And they just like, Oh yeah. And you're going to be this guy. And so, he took over production because uh, he was working with the original director of Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. And he thought he was just helping him when that guy was like, no, you're leading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Uh, so so the, the whole build-up to it was interesting and how they were going to split the original game up in three parts. It didn't make any... or in, Into episodes, it didn't make any sense why they were going to do that when they they originally made it into one game right and the the whole and the whole game was going to be just the midgar section which was like five hours of the original 60 hour game so it it just seemed bizarre how they were going to do it and i think it came out and really for the most part blew everybody away about just how strong the quality of the game was um, the the voice acting was great. The the uh, modernization of some of the older elements of it that probably wouldn't have gone over as well today. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. There, there's a there's a bathhouse scene that gets pretty rapey, and yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of things get, in there. There's a um, lot of problematic things that they I thought modernized very well. 
And so overall, uh, and I have issues with the ending of that game, but I, I appreciate what they're doing and the new things they mm-hmm. added and some of the theories that have spawned out of the conversation of what they've added. So I think that has been yeah, probably the biggest uh, su- surprise of the year. I, I, I you know, the ghost, I'll let you, let you talk. Ghost to me wasn't as big a surprise. I was excited from it as soon as they announced it. Because yeah. I, I've always wanted a game in this time, in this time frame of this feudal Japan of this, of this culture. I've because I've always been interested mm-hmm. in the culture, so I've always wanted to see see someone tackle this type of game, samurai sword fighting katana uh, style game. So I've always been excited about this. It wasn't a surprise, but I'm pleased that that one mm-hmm. is my game of the year so far, and uh, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, for being the surprise, yeah. Final Fantasy Prison was Final Fantasy VII was a surprise. I, I I mean, especially as someone who has no interest. I mean, not no interest, but but I was, I'm that category of people who know about it. Like I love it as an idea. I have no relationship to any of these characters. Or yeah. So so for that to, for that to be my foray into the game, um, I um, I really loved it. And you know, I'm trying to think. You know. All these games we've played, we've played in quarantine. Um, um, I think, yeah, because Final Fantasy came out in April. Uh, April, yeah. And then uh, The Last of Us came out in June, and Final Fantasy came out, in, I mean, uh, Ghost came out in July. So it's a really interesting context to approach to all of these games with. And when uh, Final Fantasy being the first one uh, in the lineup, it's... Um, I remember, and I, I know I feel like I say a lot this about and about a few of the games, um, especially with with Ghosts and Final Fantasy. How at the beginning I was really not enjoying my time, or at least specifically with Final Fantasy, I was really not enjoying my time. Like I almost stopped playing because I just couldn't. The gameplay didn't click with me. The you know the active time battle system and moving yeah. around and all that stuff. But once it did, you feel so powerful, and you feel so like. Or not just powerful, but you feel like you understand the how it's working. Uh, yeah. Same thing with ghosts, where you know it's trying to teach you how to use these different sword stances and make you think on your feet and be adaptive to new scenarios. Uh, at first, it was really hard to do, and then and then it gets better. I think. Um, um, I think. Um, it's interesting because I don't my my game of the year is not the game I want. Uh, and it's the only one that you've not mentioned um, so far is The Last yeah. of Us Part Two. Um, and based off our previous ex- uh, our conversations, both on our spoiler cast and personally, yeah. I totally get why this is the why. I mean, it, it wasn't it's not even your second favorite um, or second game of the year um, so far. But for me, um, and it feels really, I, every time I say this, I feel like I'm being like egotistical or artsy or whatever. And I'm not really trying to be. I just feel like um, that game, uh, like that game um, introduced to me a completely new way of how to tell a story, specific, in, in, both in interactive media and in um stories in general and i mean you could say something similar about 
Life is Strange, which is a game that I love to death and stuff like that. But, um, um, but like Life is Strange is about choices that you make or, 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 Mm -hmm. um, choices you don't know you make or Mass Effect is about choices that like you're making the best choice, but these are the casualties around it. Whereas this game, Last of Us is not a game about choices you're making. It's about choices that characters are making that you have no control over. I mean, like you can't help, but yeah. Make. Um, and so the, I mean, from, yeah. from a story perspective and its impression on me that way, that's why um, it's my favorite so far. Not um, on top of just how how beautiful. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima looks beautiful by far. Like the the world, the color, and it's you know how much I want to explore it. But the the level of detail and the polish in The Last of Us, the the um, the subtle hand hand movements and the animations and um, the cutscenes between the characters and like you know we talked about the kissing, how the kissing looks like they're kissing it's not like a weird oh let's cut away a little bit while their heads are together you know um and um of course the pain that you feel and all the stuff but uh, the the way the the sound design is implemented so Mm -hmm. well into it now i will agree with the point that you made a couple weeks ago that like i don't i mean i agree that maybe the music isn't as standout as it was in the first game um honestly because it's very much the same and I think that's part of the reason why, but I couldn't go back and like anything I think about The Last of Us, I still, and music wise, I still think of, uh, you know, The Last of Us that I've listened to for the last six yeah. years. Um, so, but like on every, on every, like for me, on every level, like pillars of game development, like I feel like it just pushed those uh, so well that yeah. um, I have a hard time saying that it's not game of the year. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that is why The Last of Us Part Two is the game of the year. The reason I said at the very beginning is that it's not necessarily a game I want to go back into. Is I mean, out in the besides the fact it's depressing as shit, it's like, um, like now that I know where the story is going, um, yeah, I don't, I have no interest, or now that I know what happened, I have no interest in like the other stuff didn't matter to me, uh, it didn't matter as much. Like the gameplay was fun and I enjoyed the combat and I enjoyed those, but like, yeah. That's not a story I need to retread. Whereas going into Ghost of Tsushima, it's it's that it, that is it's it's the new ways you fight yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, I've got, I, I want to chime in again on the, that. That's the most important thing about The Last of Us is I don't I don't think it's not my game of the year because I hate it. I don't hate it. I think it is one of the most important games probably ever made. Um, the fact that even though it's not my game of the year, I can't help but want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And because I get what it's doing, I think there is a world, I think there's a way that game exactly at, like with the content in the game, I think there's a way they could have presented it that would make it my game of the year. I just feel like the way it was presented really hindered it being my game of the year. Uh, yeah. I think, because, you know, when I think about it, my, my favorite parts of that game are the first half of that mm-hmm. game. As uh, and I, I don't really want to spoil it here, but like, the, really, the first half of that game, you know, I had I had a good time with it. I enjoyed playing. I enjoyed learning the the relationship between Ellie and Dina. This 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 like love 
blossoming, like, you know, whether Ellie, you know, reading in her journal, whether she really wants to get into this. She didn't, she doesn't want to ruin their friendship. Yeah. She doesn't want to read too much into Dina being silly or whatever. Um, and I mean, I, I, I was pretty much fine with the first half of the game. I just really struggled with the changes and, and some of the things they were doing and the mm-hmm. way they did the second half of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've listened to the spoiler casts with, you know, with the actors and Neil Druckmann. Um, and I think at, for, for what they put put out, you know, The Last of Us or the original Last of Us was probably one of the most important games ever made as well. As far as we, we can tell real human and real, you know, zombie stories yeah. that, you know, have weight and acting in them it's not all pulp fiction it's not you know uncharted is great but there's and there's some you know emotional moments and there's some happy moments but it's really just a fun popcorn flick where it's like the last of us showed we could we could tell a real story and Mm -hmm. you know troy baker and ashley johnson they they can act as good or or better than what you're seeing in the movies yeah and this carried that as well and said that we not only can make real human stories as we can tell them in a way that you weren't expecting. And mm-hmm. we can do things that are going to make you have a conversation and you may not like what happens, but it's important that we can have this too. Yeah. It's important that game of Thrones exists, even if you don't exactly enjoy you don't like that Sean Bean died in the first season. Guess what? Sean yeah. Bean dies and everything. So I can spoil right. that. But well, like you. Yeah. So knowing that George R. R. Martin kills his protagonist is is important that, you know, it may not be the best stories in the world or you may not agree with it, but those exist to push a medium forward as well. And yeah. having this story. I think d- does that as well. It just for me. It, it it misses on too many points for it to hit my game of the year. Yeah, well, I mean, I was just say you you mean my argument for me better than I like like I mean those are all the things. I mean, I just like I think going just wrapping that point up. Uh, like when you when you like zoom out and just look at what has pushed the most this year in terms of what games can be, it's The Last of Us Part Two, and I think that's why it qualifies the game of the year. Uh, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima is my second, um, for all the reasons you said and more. Um, you know, yeah. I, um, it. I've said this, and I, I know it sounds derogatory, and I, you know, when I'm talking to like coworkers about it, like it is very much a video game. Um, it, it, it like, yeah. it, all, all of the, all the things you love about video games, um, uh, and like the exploratory nature of them, the the singular foe, but the really good story te- storytelling and the process and the and the environmental storytelling and the the, the visual cues and the beauty of the world and the yeah. needless exploration, like all of those is like excelled. And I, and I think you know to put it even like more specifically, like if this is like is so much a video game, it does everything that 
video open world action adventure video games have done like this game is the one that perfected it um for me um yeah well even though there's still some things that would like to be better and yeah, like it's, I, it is not a perfect I, game as a, as a package as 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 a package like of course there's like oh well zelda did this thing better and this does this thing better but like yeah. as a cohesive entertainment like it's so uniquely good and it's more fun than it deserves to be like there's no reason it should be yeah. as fun as it is i mean i mean there is but it's like I mean, the same. Like, sure, the combat can be repetitive, but every scenario is different, and you can just—it's it's like Spider-Man. Yeah, honestly. yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's Spider-Man. Yeah, um, you can have similar encounters over and over and over again, but you can att- go at them at, at, in different ways, and and it feels satisfying every time you do. Yeah. Uh, uh, even uh, playing the game after I've a hundred percented it, and. I walk up to a group of guys and I want to just do things a different way. I want to like try to pick a couple off before I get up there and poison one and try to different, try to do different loadouts. But one thing's fun to do is like there's a load where you can not only make guys hallucinate with the dart, but you can make it last longer. You Mm -hmm. can make them be more aggressive and make them do more damage with just by putting different charms on. And so you can have, like one of the beefy guys, you could shoot a leader, and they can like clear the town because they t- they ones hit kill everybody, and then yeah. you just come in and chop his head off, and it's like yeah, it's so great. Um, I thought and I think it's the way I, I thought real quick. I thought some of the storytelling elements were spot on, uh, not spot on, but like the fact that some of them just felt like li- little vignettes, little episodes, like. They had like a title card when you started a new like a side quest mm-hmm. and like and then it ended and it was like the end of like a, thir- a 20 minute episode of something I, I like, a, like exactly a quick a, a very quick like this is a story it, it may not conclude the story but it's telling something here and we'll get and we'll finish that later you come back come back next week for like more it, it, or like a comic like mm-hmm. like just very quick but not but none of it was like Nothing felt meaningless. Yeah. I was actually very inspired by some of the... You already gave your reasons why Ghost of Tsushima is your favorite. It's my turn. Uh, Okay, sorry. (laughs) Um, um, I mean, mean, that's what I was going to say, is every side quest felt like an episode. Um, um, uh, I mean, mean, like, you know, talking about how Last of Us inspired me story-wise, like, there's this comic... There is a comic book idea that i've been working on um that like there are so many stories that i've been inspired by from the 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 quest with lady masako or or Mm -hmm. his his relationship with his like aunt luna you know whatever name is um like all of those little bits of story like um you mean you mean yuriko you is that her her nanny Oh yeah, I thought he said. I thought he called her Yuna at one point. Um, or Yura. Yuna was the. Yuna oh, was the, the, the companion. Um, companion, yeah, yeah. The thief, the, the thief. Anyway, um, it it, it just it just inspired me in so many ways. Uh, in that, but yeah, like, uh, of course, the music's great. But I love seeing that title card pop up. It's like it, it's like, 
it's just so satisfying to see it. Um, which is, well, I, that's a spoiler. Never mind. Um, um, so yeah, and not that's different than the uh, title card of the actual game as you're like riding through the fields and mm-hmm. those like you know just like cinematic title card you know name cards yeah. pop up those are all cool but the, yeah. the specific like side quests like had had like a, a subtitle like episode title and then well, yeah, like, i mean every whatever. every every story you entered had a had a title to it like yeah. the 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 debt collector the gambler the you know mm-hmm. the day that the human died i like like just like it felt like uh you know, like you're watching like Avatar or something and everything had or Pokemon. I mean, I'm using I'm using those like like episodic things that don't necessarily direct really specifically to one another, but it's all it's all there. But anyway, yeah, I, they're I, almost like, out of context. They would be like an anthology of mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Like it's just stories of this samurai or like yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Like yeah. there are all these different stories of like this is what he's doing here and the legendary samurai goes on to the next town. He goes from yeah. town to town. And like, it, I, I think it's just such a, a, just a brilliant work of like just writing and, and storytelling. Mm-hmm. And the only game I've ever played that um, I've listened to it entirely in a non-English um, dialogue. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it just seems like that's the way it's made to be played. Um and and trying to listen to it with English uh, dialogue just it just didn't sound right. It just sounded weird and hokey. I haven't even and tried. I, I I I you know I I feel I don't want to degrade or you know talk bad about the actors. I don't know if they're different actors or the same actors speaking both languages. I don't know. Um, and I, I I thought it was funny early on. I saw some complaints that the. Uh, uh, the voices don't actually are um, the the lip syncing is actually done in English and not Japanese. So mm. the Japanese track doesn't line up with the mouth movements. But I'm reading the subtitle, so I don't actually see the mouth movements that often. Yeah, I will so say if if there I, was any issue I had, like it's minor though, is like when you're trying to fight but they're talking and you're like, wait, what are they saying? Yeah. And then you're trying. To, oh, it, it got a little frustrating. Or try, do, yeah, there was a couple times like riding the horse. Mm-hmm. Like we're riding fast through town and I've got to avoid or, you know, start a fight and they're talking. I'm like, hang on. What did you say? <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, I think there's some moments there. And, but but I mean, honestly, like I feel like you probably like people. I don't know if it was the default, like if most people played with Japanese. But I imagine most people did, because it seems like if you played it another way, you would have a different experience with the game. Like, yeah, uh, it, well, it's it just seemed like when I listened to cut to a couple spoiler casts. And it almost seemed invariably that they listened to it in English because they oh, really? talked about this like voice lines that I never heard, like just the way he talked to his horse. Um, they they mentioned lines that I just never heard or saw mm-hmm. like or read. I was like, I don't remember him ever talking to his horse like that. See, I, I uh, remember the example. I mean, I actually at least I don't know if it was frequent, but I do remember. Like him hopping back on the horse and being like, Kaje, one day we're gonna just ride free and and on all that stuff." Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember was... those lines. Yeah, um, uh, we we can talk about it, ghosts forever. 
Um, I'll let you wrap up the point, but I do have one last thing I want to get into before we go. I I don't really have any more points. It's just Ghost is incredible. Yeah, it's such an incredible uh, we do game. Have... Go ahead. No, I just Move already on. said my point. I said no, my you point. Say we do, but you said we do have uh, your point, and you're like, we do have. Oh, we do have a couple more points as far as. Oh yeah. To... yeah. So, like, so we do have was... a few more games coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, sorry. The, the between the delay, it's hard to like, you know. Yeah, get yeah, yeah. Timing. Great. So there's a lot of games that are coming out still that could or may. And I'm gonna list some um, that I think could be on mine, and I want to let you let you list off some that can be on yours to see if there's any overlap. Um, okay. So, games that could be, but I haven't played yet, uh, or, or haven't finished, um, or in the Will of the Wisps, um, mm-hmm. Spiritfarer, Persona Five Royal, that should have been first to be honest. Um, Dreams, because Dreams officially came out this year. Yeah. Um, Cyberpunk, Marvel's Avengers. A game I'm surprised we haven't talked about yet. Fall Guys. Um, uh, I've been playing mm-hmm. Fall Guys. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, I did write Assassin's Creed, but I think I, that was just like... I don't think... You know, I'm not playing Assassin's Creed. Um, I have no desire. I did see that Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning is coming out this year. Um, and yeah. I never played it, and it could be a game I'd like. Um, I have no idea. I I I don't yeah. remember the original. I didn't play the original. I don't know anything about it other than some people like it, and it's coming back. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then um, I have one question for you, but I don't know if this is going to be on your list or not. Um, okay. So um, could uh, do you want to do you want to list yours off real quick? I, I listed the same things. Uh, I think the upcoming games I listed were Marvel's Avengers, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, Persona 5 Royal, and uh, Star Wars uh, Oh, I Squadrons. I don't know Those if Star the- Wars Squadrons will make it onto mine just because um, I don't know if I'm, if I'm down for that level of detailed like dogfighting. It seems like it's going to be pretty like technical Uh, yeah um and i i'm looking for maybe a more arcadey experience so yeah i'm not sure um i don't think marvel's avengers is going to be on it i don't think so either i'm 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 hoping to pop into the beta and see but from what i hear it's probably going to be fun but i don't think it's going to be game of the year material um just just based off what we've seen all leading up to it what we've heard i don't i don't think the character i think it's just everything mm-hmm. just feels like not mm-hmm. the avengers and i'm sure it'll be fun i'm sure it'll be fine but i don't think it's going to be uh game of the year cyberpunk 2077 i don't know that it'll be my game of the year i think it i think it'll fall into it's too big for me um mm-hmm. i'm going to probably try it uh, i'm sure it'll be you know uh, uh mind blowing as far as like the level of detail you can create and and maybe it'll surprise me and be like, yes, this is my game. 
Um, I'm not the biggest cyberpunk fan, like in, as a genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like elements of it, but I think it can get a little bit cheesy, a little bit yeah. over the top. Um, so I'm afraid, it, like I, I like uh, the the movie, um, the Harrison Ford. Oh, um, um, yeah, I didn't watch it. Blade uh, Runner, Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. I I thought it was fine. I thought it was, but it, it is. Ne- it never blew me away. So I'm afraid that that's probably going to be where that's at. Yeah. Again, I, I I tried playing The Witcher. It didn't mm-hmm. really do anything for me. Uh, so, but I'm willing to give Cyberpunk the try for sure. Um, I think probably uh, Star Wars Squadrons for me. Uh, I'm excited to play it one because it's a Star Wars you know X Wing t- versus Tie Fighter type game. Um, it's going to be 100% front to back PSVR compatible. So I'm going to be hooking up the PSVR and playing it in VR for at least as yeah. long as I can. If it, if it gives me problems, I don't know if I'll get headaches or not. Uh, but if, if th- that becomes a problem, I'm going to play it one way or the other. Um, mm. So I'll report on that. Um, Spider-Man Miles Morales definitely has a possibility. I think it's going to probably be too small to actually overcome ghosts for me, but we'll see. I'm, I'm excited mm. to see a Miles Morales storyline, especially because it's going to be a storyline. We just haven't seen enough of. We saw yeah the into the spider-verse storyline and um as far as far as in visual yeah and yeah, yeah. medium I've, i haven't read any of the comics with miles so i can't or seen any of the shows but i saw into the spider-verse and i'm excited to see what marvel uh with uh what insomniac is going to do with uh that um uh, but i think the one that could definitely make the be the one is persona 5 royal like yeah being as persona 5 was probably one of my is in my one of my favorite games of all time um, and hearing that the additions to royal have made it just a better game overall i, I can yeah. imagine persona 5 royal just being probably one of my probably again one of my favorite games of all time yeah um, just i, I am surprised games. we still haven't gotten into this i can't I'm not surprised because it's such a big game and we, we went from having to play having, you know, so oh, no, but having to play Final Fantasy 7 in April and that was a 60 hour game to playing uh, Last of Us in June and like a 30, getting through that 30, 30, 35 hour hours for me um, and and without almost a breath going jumping into Ghost of Tsushima. So, which I don't really know how I, I much could, time I spent in that game. Yeah, I remember being like, I don't know if it could be a 60 hour game because it, I think it might overstay its welcome. I'm sure I put at least 60 hours in that game and I want more. So, it definitely yeah. didn't overstay its welcome. Um, so, uh, Persona 5 Royal is a is without a doubt a 120 hour, 100 to 120 hour one playthrough. Yeah. So that that was just that's just something I haven't been ready for yet. Um, yeah, I'm not ready for that. The to thing is, my life. really, the next one is Avengers. That's probably not going to occupy my time a ton. Um, and then Star Wars is in October. Uh, and then Spider Man is probably November with Cyberpunk. So we probably have, you know, the next few months to get really get into uh, yeah. Persona Five. But Josh, I, I I I do plan on it. 
there's one game you haven't mentioned, <coughs> and I'm very surprised to hear about this. That you haven't heard it? That I haven't heard you talk about it. Where's Destiny in your fall lineup? Oh, Destiny comes out in November. They got delayed. Well, I know, uh, I know. I'm, but like, I mean, alongside with the you know PS5 and Cyberpunk and stuff, we have a brand new look at what Destiny is going to be. I actually don't even know what the brand new look, but Beyond Light is coming out. Do you think that has a place to get you back into it? Because we've both been out of it for a while. Um, like it's almost like uh, like a pastime at this point, instead of a <laughs> you know. Um, oh, that was something we did back in the day, you know, in the early. Yeah, um, I, I, I would, I constantly think about wanting to get back into Destiny. It's just such a commitment to. Mm-hmm. I, I know what I need to get in to to do to get things moving in there, and I know the kind of hours I used to have to put into that game to be like into that game, and with Persona Five and Ghosts and. I, I just don't know if I can commit. I would love to, and I'm, I probably will, and I will definitely get into the expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, but at no point is Destiny going to be game of the year. Well, um, sure. Um, um, I mean, Destiny can't even be my like favorite game of all time, even though it is probably the game I've spent. It's not probably. It is easily the game I've spent the most time playing, period. I mean, you wouldn't put it in your like top ten categories. It would probably be top ten, um, but uh, just just because of hours played, not necessarily because I think the story is on par with everything else in that top ten. Well, sure, I think sure. I think the lore is probably on par with. Well, you know, like, you stuff. know, games don't like. This is something I've been recently learning learning from my peers at work is that like I have a friend who doesn't care about stories and games at all. Like he always yeah. feels like stories come secondary to gameplay, um, and I mean I, I definitely think like stories suffer if the gameplay isn't fun. But I think like if the game if the gameplay hooks you and, and it was what I mean, look at Torchlight. You know that's yeah. I mean it's the same same kind of loop. Like I think you could put like just because the story, you know, about K six isn't maybe as interesting as what happens in The Last of Us doesn't necessarily mean like. It's a bad game. I don't know. Kate six. Kate six was a. Uh, that was such. I. I'm not saying Bungie or Destiny is a bad story. I. I sure, I've sure. always liked the story. Even even the first game, I didn't really have a problem with the storyline. Um. I've always liked the story. It's just not necessarily been presented better than Anything everything else. else. Yeah. Um. It's better than like a Call of Duty. Comp- campaign yeah uh, it's better than i mean it's better than a lot i'm not i i, I don't want to mince my words here i, I mm-hmm. love destiny i love the lore of destiny i love the characters kate six and zavala and i think uh I, you know ikora I, I think they're all inc- incredible characters eris is you know a very weird interesting character and and the world they've built is incredible. So I don't want to say that it, it's just a dumb game I like to play. It's not. It's not that at all. Um, it has problems, and it's you know it just for me like you know favorite my favorite games of all time are like Matt the Mass Effect trilogy. Uh, not it's not the trilogy. I didn't play the first one. The Mass Effect two and three. 
I think the story, and that is probably still on one of the best stories ever made. I think Kingdom Hearts, uh, even for all its weird and wackiness, I think the, uh, except for three, um, I think the morals and the the point of the story um, is and the gameplay uh, land so high for me. Mm-hmm. So um, Persona 5, I think, not only consumed my time, I, I, I finished that game and after 120 hours and immediately put another 80 hours into that game. Uh, and <clears throat> wanted to go back again so I could get the platinum, but now I've got another one version to play. So I don't know mm-hmm. how I'm going to do. Am I going to play that with a guide so I can get the platinum? Anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rambling at this point. No, it's okay. <laughs> so, so it sounds like wrap, wrapping the So, so far, your game of the year is Ghost of Tsushima, followed closely by Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mine, right. so far, is The Last of Us Part Two, followed closely by Ghost of Tsushima. This year, it looks like those are going to be this based the based the way the next four months look. It looks like that's what's going to be it for the year. Because while all of these games look like they're going to be a lot of fun and we have an exciting fall coming up with a new system, doesn't quite seem to be that there's going to be something that might dismount these games. Uh, but we could be surprised. Yeah. Cyberpunk, yeah, could be, could wonderfully be like. It could be like what uh, this Torchlight game is to me, like all like a game that doesn't seem like yeah. it would be my thing, and all of a sudden, you know, it sucks me in. So definitely excited about that. Well, Josh, I think we've talked for quite enough. Yeah, <clears throat> a lot I do have an honor- honorable mention. Yes, uh, it doesn't Go count because it didn't come out this year. But uh, for me, definitely one of my favorite games I've played this year is Slay the Spire. Yeah, I'm not willing to put um, Torchlight on that category yet, but we'll see. Games of uh, favorite game. I, I still this think year, about when to pop that in and and get through it. But I gotta. Get, I want to beat the messenger. I want to beat Call of Duty. Uh, and uh, there's a couple other games on my dashboard. I kind of want to get through. Mm-hmm. Oh, I re-downloaded um, Arkham Knight because um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I wanted to get back into that game because uh, we I can't get Arkham City because Arkham City is locked to either the PS3 or to buying the Arkham Knight, uh, the Return to Arkham collection, which has the first two, or the Arkham uh-huh. Trilogy, which I don't need to buy three again, and I don't want to just want Arkham City. And so, um, yeah. Anyway. Well, was that for your Xbox? Well, you could probably go go, go to GameStop and get a used But I can't fit on the PS4. We don't play on the PS4. Play on the Xbox. I can get an I, I can all copy of is Arkham City and play it on the Xbox. Is it? I guess it's backwards compatible. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's. Oh. I, you'd probably have to look it up, but hmm, I would maybe. see if it's backwards compatible. Yeah, but I, I want just wanted to play. Well, I mean, yeah, there's that, but I just don't want to spend seventeen dollars on one game. I mean. That that sounds really bad. On uh, on a pack for two games. On a game you've already got. Well, we we actually have two copies of. <laughs> well, that's because I actually City. for my roommate on accident. But um, anyway, as a story for another day. All right, thank you guys for listening. You know, really, we could have had two shows out of this. We could have had. Honestly. 
I mean, we could yeah. even play around with that if you want. I could do two yeah. endings. And, um, well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Where Game yeah. Weekly. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of fun things to talk about the games that we've played and games mm. that we uh, are looking forward to playing. Uh, if you are interested to have any information or any opinion that is different from ours, please let us know. You can follow us at uh, Where Gaming underscore as a channel. You can follow me at where at nope at speak nicholas on instagram and on face nope on twitter on <laughs> you can follow me let's try that again take two um you can follow the show at where gaming underscore on twitter you can follow me at speak nicholas on twitter and instagram and you can follow me at jaws 1015 on and uh on on twitter <laughs> I was gonna say on instagram <laughs> no I was going to say Instagram. You could probably, it's probably the same thing on Instagram, but I don't use Instagram. So it's really Twitter is my, uh, my go to. Um, I had a good tweet today, I think. Uh, it was about, uh, there was this picture going around of, uh, these water spouts off the coast of the Gulf, off the Gulf Coast that, mm-hmm. like, like in one shot, there was like eight or nine just water spouts. Just, oh, I'm looking at it right now. And I was like uh, directed by Hideo Kojima because it looked like a promo for Death Stranding. <laughs> I'm retweeting it right uh, now. It's great. Yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, we'll probably be doing a Winter Gaming News in the next couple days as well. I'm going to edit this probably tomorrow and get it out. But we'll also do a Winter Gaming News because we have, you know, the DC fandom to talk about. Um, and it might, we probably will mix uh, maybe a little bit of genres here because there's a lot there was not only gaming news but a lot of movie news and i think oh, yeah. we, we, we could probably I think we about... should do maybe like a fandom episode yeah we could do uh, a fandom episode film. where we talk about the batman uh mm-hmm. trailer and i, I kind of want to check out apparently the flash got a new suit there was i think there was a promo for the sh- the show the flash there as was, well as there the, was there was a promo uh, for the, the movie the flash a tease at a few things there. So I think we ought to do maybe a DC fandom and, and uh, where yeah. gaming news. So uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, I guess until next time, good night, Nick. Good night, Josh. All right. Oh, I can go now. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead.